Hello and welcome to a summer edition of the Ampart Rolls podcast, episode 79. Well, it's been a fairly kind of up and down world since the end of uh, last season. We expected possibly to see a few more transfers. Thankfully, we have got one confirmed transfer today, which we'll come on to in a minute. But uh, first of all, I've been joined by Dave Stevens. Hi, Dave. Hi, nice to be here. How are you doing? Cool, uh, good. And uh, Tom Lon uh, making his uh, debut. Hello, thank you for having me. <laughs> That's good, it's good. So we have some uh, kind of fresh news which is actually confirmed, which is Liam Kelly leaving the club after being here for almost 16 years. Obviously, he came through our academy, 94 appearances, scored nine goals. What are we thinking about that, Tom, straight away? What's your first impression of that? I mean, it, it seems, as you say as well on your Twitter, it just seems like it suits sort of both parties. He's obviously, it's, it's sad to see a graduate leave almost, you know, 16 years is a long time. But at the end of the day, you have to see someone, you know, fulfil their potential. And Yapstam obviously really likes him. So it's, it's good for both of us really to, to get almost rid of him and give him that opportunity somewhere else. Yeah, I, I totally agree. He was stagnating here. Um, we could talk about attitude and all that, but we don't know what he was like in training. All we can go on is the kind of appearances and his performances on the pitch. Uh, I've got to say that he was moving backwards, not forwards, when his performance. When he first came in his first season, he was superb. But he slowly declined. And in his last game against Sheffield United, I think that was... That was the end of it, really. Being taken off after 19 minutes. What do you think on it, Dave? Uh, yeah, I'd agree. Um, had high hopes for him with Stan. Um, he, he looked like he was really going to become something special. Um, saw some good goals from him that showed what he could do. But yeah, he's he's not a, a Gomez player by the looks of it. Um, attitude or not, I, I can't speak on that. We don't know it, as you say. But at the end of the day... The fees are relevant, right? Like 500k for someone that's not going to play for us or nothing for someone that isn't going to play for us. <laughs> Might as well take the money and, and let him move on. He'll be happy back with Stam, uh, final to good club. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, who knows? I, I, I'll be amazed if there's not some sell-off fee. Maybe what we'd want now is him to be really brilliant for Fernoid. Yeah. And actually get a huge fee for him. That would be the idle scenario because that was never going to happen for him at Reading because it just hit a kind of block. He just was not going to improve. I, I couldn't see that happening. So if he was to go there and come away with a 10, 12 million pound move, this is all hypothetical. You'd say that's great, of course. Yeah. But I still wouldn't regret us selling him. I still think it's the best thing for everyone. Um, other transfer speculation that we've seen is John Danny by Varson. He could possibly go into Millwall. That's been £750,000 has been mentioned. Then some people say it's happening. Some people say it's not. It's the world of transfer rumours, isn't it? We've also got Chris Gunter, who wasn't training with the first team, as is uh, Gareth McCleary. And we've got Bulldog as well, who was rumoured to be not part of the first team group, but actually has travelled to Spain. Out of all of those kind of four players, Sam, would you be unhappy? Sam, Tom, would you be unhappy to see any of them lose? Lee? I mean, it's difficult with Gunter because, you know, we've had, again had him for so long as well, but I think the fans are just sick of him at the moment. Um, the whole consensus really is that he should move on and try somewhere else to, to get another sort of positive game under his belt, positive club under his belt. And 
uh, hopefully that will transpire soon enough but hopefully the Liam Kelly transfer will help all these things sort of start moving and we'll see some more more like possible outcomes from it as well so hopefully that will that will happen soon yeah I don't think there's anyone really on that list Dave that you stand up and say I'd be absolutely devastated if they left no, I think uh, Gunther and McCleary, uh, I don't want to disrespect what they've done for us. I, I think they get a bit too much stick right now. Um, they haven't done what we need, and I'm fine with them leaving. Um, but, you know, just just not hearing them slagged off every week would be a breath of fresh air. And they haven't done anything to, like, turn that around. So I'm not I'm not saying people don't have a right to say that, but it's true. Um, not not really. I, I thought Bodvarsson... I mean, he started the season well last season, relatively for for a team that was doing poorly. He was scoring a decent amount, but again, I mean, are we, are we really going to be like missing him on day one? No. So, uh, yeah, all all good moves. I don't think I disagree with with any of the the ones that are rumoured uh, that you mentioned uh, to be leaving. Probably just times right. Yeah, I can see the club seem to be quite good at getting players out of the door, as we've shown in January when they got rid of a whole bunch of players at McNulty. All those players that left with a miler to get those players out the door, even out on a loan, was an impressive work. But Bulldogs only in the second year of a four-year contract, so I think that's going to be a tricky one to move out and get any kind of value back. I'm not sure who's going to want to take a player with his scoring record last season and injury record. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose if you look at Bod Varson, there's a player who seems to get goals. But as I've said loads of times on this podcast, he seems to turn from a really good championship player to one who's almost a League Two player within one moment in a game. I'm not quite sure how he manages to to achieve that. It's a strange combination of players. But we just got to find players to get, to take flying clubs to find, take these players off our books because it's going to be really difficult because they're established players. They're not going to take the first opportunity and just get out of here. Because all of those players are professional players. I don't think you could uh, question the attitude of any of them. Um, you look at Chris Gunter, there's a complete professional, McCleary, all of them are. So, But what we need to do is get players into the door. Because if you look at the players that are on that trip to Spain, it is a real worry when two-thirds of the players are academy players. Um, that is not going to be enough to keep us in the championship. What do you think, Tom, on the squad? Yeah, I completely agree. It, it's worrying to see that that's our full squad at the moment and you just hope that there's going to be an influx of five to six transfers coming up at any point before the season actually starts. Otherwise, we're, yeah, we're in real trouble. Uh, totally. I mean, we have seen one possible move that seems to be uh, from Jonathan Lowe saying that it, it is going to happen. This is... Um, Joe Virginia from uh, Everton, the 19-year-old goalkeeper. I I don't pretend to know anything about this person at all. All I've seen is a little bit on YouTube. That was kind of really, didn't really tell me much at all. Uh, It's very young for a goalkeeper if he's going to be in our first team, but he has represented Portugal at every single level. So he's clearly got some talent. Um, do you think it'd be a good move to have a goalkeeper that young, Dave, in the team as a first-team goalkeeper? Uh, it, it's a bit of a risk. I, I mean, I tweeted this when it was first. Um, we were first linked with him. I, I don't know anything, just like you. I, even YouTube was tricky to find too much on there as well. But um, Gomez, uh, uh, Rio Ave, and and with Martinez here, 
seems to be good at picking a goalkeeper. So, or his staff do, whoever it may be. So I think that's where I'm pinning my hopes right now, that they've proven on a couple of occasions that they know what to look for. I think my concern is stereotypical, but coming down to age and experience, like with Martinez, I knew nothing about him. He hadn't played much for any first teams or whatever, but he was 26, 25, 26, something like that. Um, And you just, you felt like with a goalkeeper, it's always like a little bit older is usually better. Uh, so yeah, that'll be the question mark, uh, as to whether he can come and command this box. Like I, I read an interview where he, he had said he's adapted to the English game and being more physical and coming up and getting cross after cross, but that was at under 23 level. And like the championship is a brutal league for, um, strikers going in hard on you. Like it, it could be, could be a baptism of fire for him, but hopefully it'll be just like Martinez where I wasn't sure when he came in and then. We all saw how that worked out. Yeah, I can't say starting the season with Sam Walker and goal it makes me uh, happy. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Sam, if you do this, but I don't <laughs> think um, that's really ideally what most Reading fans would like to see. Unfortunately, it is confirmed now that Martinez will not be uh, uh, coming back next season. I think we all realised that was pretty unlikely. Um, leaving a club like Arsenal must be so difficult even to come to play even if you play there 20 games a season it's going to be quite nice one player that's constantly linked with us throughout the whole of the summer though is Ovi Ijaria he's a player I'd really like to see back um would you like to see him back Tom I really would yeah even towards the end of the season then specifically the last game of the season he was controlling midfielder with a lot of strength and could help you know the attacking runs and everything else so he really created a lot for us without actually being the assist man. But um, yeah, that's one player that I'd really like to see back among all the other loanees that we had last season. So, Yeah, I think he'd be a key player. I think he kind of did the work that we kind of missed uh, that John Swift maybe could do. He's that's a kind true. of improved version. I mean, if you could look at, um, kind of go back to Liam Kelly very briefly, I think there's no one he should be looking at more than someone like Lewis Baker. Lewis Baker is where Liam Kelly should be aiming to be. Similar physique, technically both very good, but yeah, Liam Kelly's missing that drive in his game that Liam Kelly did. Liam Kelly wanted to get involved when it was going badly. I'm sorry, Lewis Baker. So would you want to see Nelson Oliveira back, Dave? Uh, I would, uh, because moments like his goal against Blackburn uh, at home, that when we looked like we'd thrown away another two points and, and then he just went up and won it. Moments like that, I think we need a striker that is capable of that. And if, if he hadn't got injured, I think he would have done it more uh, for us as well. Uh, also the goal against Ipswich, actually, and that was a, that was a great finish. Um, so I think he's the right mix of uh, the type of striker, the physique of striker, and the make a chance out of nothing that we need. Um, but I think just striker in general, even with how many we're releasing and, and how many we don't have, I still don't think that's the key position for us. So I do want him back, but it's not like everything pinned on Oliveira coming back. No, no, I agree. There's got to be options out there. I mean, I, I don't dislike him. His commitment was amazing. Anyone who gets their head stamped on and then goes, wants to play <laughs> in the next seven days. You can't say that he's got a bad attitude. <laughs> that's absurd. Yep. 
he clearly wanted to play and uh, he scored vital couple of vital goals. So take that straight away. What we have got now, someone who will set the standards at the club is a new captain in Liam Moore. I think we all knew it was going to be Liam Moore. None of us are surprised by that name. If it would have been anyone else, it would have been total shock. I think Reading Twitter would have broken. I think <laughs> shut it down and start all over again. Um, Liam Moore, good choice as a captain. I mean, it's just a complete no-brainer, isn't it, Tom? Yeah, I mean, you can't even discuss it. It's just that's it. Like, I, I was surprised he wasn't even last year. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely brilliant. Um, Dave, there's no one else you could do a better job as there at all. Best choice, long overdue, as you've said already. Um, no, no hyperbole to say best news of the summer. Like, just it, it just sets that whole: will he go? Will he not? Like, it sounded like he was staying, but this is kind of like a: he's in for the the long haul. Um, he's he's a leader, you can tell, and he's just he's he's the the role model, right? That you you want a captain to be. It's it's another cliche, but yeah. Um, as long as we get him a good partner whether that's tom mcintyre or uh who i rate highly uh mm. he's just young or someone else whatever it be um he, he's someone to build a team around uh more is so uh great news yeah because uh he can only top it off now by doing another podcast with Park rolls now that would top <laughs> yeah. it off nicely wouldn't it that, that would be the best yeah. news of the summer yeah <laughs> <laughs> So what we did also see uh, in the last few weeks was us signing a new sponsorship deal for the shirts and the main sponsor of Reading Football Club. We've moved on from uh, the previous one, who we won't mention now. We now are sponsored by Kasuma, the online gambling company. Now, this has split opinion with fans. There's a big chunk of fans that think it's a good idea and are not really bothered by it. And there's also a fair percentage that actually aren't quite sure about it. Tom, what do you think of this one? Yeah, I'm one of those who who's not quite sure about it. It's it's a gambling company at the end of the day, so they're all driven by money. But it, apparently, Kasuma are one of the ones, one of the good ones out of the out of the bad bunch. But it is difficult to say. I mean, I'm a gambler myself, but I still don't exactly agree with the fact that 15 clubs out of the whole championship are gambling companies, whether it be sport or casino. Uh, the fact we're in Skybet Championship is irrelevant as well. It's just where we're in, we can't exactly control that. We have a choice as a club for, you know, to be looked at. Wherever we're looked at outside of it, we see that on our shirts and it has to kind of represent us as well. That was the whole issue with Carabao at the start. Obviously, that sort of thinned out because they were quite a good company in the end. Obviously, it's energy drink, but, you know, there's always a stigma with pretty much everything that's on the shirt. Like, you saw the boiler for West Brom, I think it was a couple of years ago. So, you know, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, there is controversy with it, definitely. And got to respect people having different opinions on this because it is, I have to say, it's a perfectly legal company. Yeah. There's, there's no doubt there. And I can understand people's concerns with children, and taking them to games. And like you say, there's 15 other clubs that have got this now. It It is there, gambling, and there is definitely a gambling addiction within society. I don't know. My own personal feeling is that I was surrounded by gambling as a child and grew up with gambling, and my whole my father grew up with gambling. I've seen it all my life. Now, the eyes are not an argument to say that we should, it's okay, because it isn't. But I'm just saying from my own point of view, 
I don't have any issue with it. And I also think from what we see from Nigel Howe saying that there was a it was a very good offer. We've also it's money. <laughs> this is what yeah, it's come down to. It. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to be too cynical here, but we kind of and some fans will be listening to this saying, I don't care as long as it gets more money and it gets more transfers, players coming in and sorts out FFP. I don't know, Dave, what do you think on it? Um, I I understand the concerns and I've expressed a little displeasure at the, the over oversaturation of, of gambling in the sport, but um, I will admit I'm very much a, a realist with it. Um, if it was a bumper offer, um, it, it's something that is everywhere. It's a terrible way to justify it, but like gambling will be everywhere. Like you, you can't walk down any high street in the UK without seeing like every third shop be a betting shop. And at least it's not one of those. We had like Labrooks or something across the front. It'd be a little <laughs> bit more, but um, I, I do think gambling is a problem. I think that something needs to be done, but we're not going to fix it by turning down this deal. Uh, so I'm being selfish and saying we desperately need the money. Um, and, and I'd rather see the club continue to be able to survive um, and, and kind of take a hit on this one than um, getting too hung up on it. Um, I will say that, that it does mean that we do need to make sure that everyone's kind of speaking to friends, family, whatever else, and, and warning against, you know, the, the dangers of gambling and everything else. Um, but yeah, I, I think it, you've got to be realistic. My, my ideal is that we're sponsored by a, a company from Reading, but like none of those have the money that we need right now. So until the next auto trader comes along, I think you just have to accept that the club's got to do what it needs to do to survive. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, that would be the perfect idea. Actually, you know, if we had some uh, company from Reading and they had to, I don't know, some family values if you want to say that because <laughs> i don't know yeah. even know what that really means but just the perfect thing when we had someone like auto trader which yeah. is reading based but it was kind of you know i know technically john madosi wasn't born in reading so i don't want people to come at me with that but he was basically reading and it's a kind of I mean, who knows what other companies were trying to get it, get the uh, sponsorship. We don't know that. Was it was the one for Grisimo much bigger? I don't know. It's a tough one, isn't it? I'm sure there's a little bit of a slightly uncomfortable feeling with some people at the club. I, I find it hard to believe that we could have three people sat here. I'm OK with it. You two are kind of not quite sure. So you're bound to have that reflected about the people around the uh, make the decisions, but it's there now and it will be there on a two year deal. I'm sure they'll be offering uh, free stuff throughout the season. Uh, the line. Yes. I understand. This is the thing. I get it. Why people find an issue with it, um, but it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because uh, football is a moral vacuum. <laughs> it really is. Kind of, there is so little morals. If you look at the where money comes from in football, it's just uh, you're just looking at murky places. <laughs> I mean, it's I don't want to get myself involved in the legal world there, so we're going to move on. <laughs> so we have now also got a new training ground as well from our Chinese uh, overlords, as uh, we call them, uh, approximately 
Nigel Howe throwing around the value of fifty million pounds for a training ground, mm. and a project. Um, I'm not quite sure where they've managed to spend fifty million pound on a training ground. That's uh, that would have to be incredibly impressive. I mean, it looks lovely, but I don't know what they've done there. But that's a hell of a lot of money. Um, Liam Moore given the first kick. I just love the picture of him kicking that ball. It's one of the <laughs> easiest pictures I've ever seen. He's got oh, a, that's so true. <laughs> it is quite amazing. So if you were to kind of say how many signings now you both think that we need to, I'm going to say stay up because I can't see anything else but that from us for next season. How many would you say, Dave, that we need to stay up? Uh, you, you keep saying five slash six being bandied around. And I think it, it's true. Like it's a very thin squad. If you think about the, the season, um, the, the youth players will probably do lots to like spark things and, and kind of get everyone excited about what could be done, but like a full season, you need people that have been there before. You need, you need a bit of experience alongside that. And, and we don't have it right now and we need the right attitude with that experience. So yeah, um, probably, probably more six than five, but yeah, somewhere in that range. Yeah, I think so as well, Tom, how many do you think? Yeah, minimum of five. If we're looking to stay up, then that has to be, because you have to think about the squad rotation and throughout the whole year, you get a lot of injuries, you get a lot of games, you get a lot of game time as well. So you need at least five. I'd probably say pushing at seven to make it comfortable for us to stay. I, I agree. I, I, we need to get as many as possible because at the moment, if we go into this squad as it stands, like I said, I think earlier it would be, I just see only relegation, but we will make signings. I'm pretty certain on that. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I'm really worried about it because I'm not really that bothered, to be honest, at the moment. <laughs> I think we're going to make five or six signings and... We've also got someone like Novakovic to come into the team as well. And we'll most probably see a little bit more of Elise next season, who I thought looked really impressive when he played. How we do over a whole season, we don't know, because it brings a different pressure. People will know how to play a little bit against him now. So I'm going to be back before the season starts with the preseason uh, podcast. And hopefully by that point, we'll have another five, six, ten, who knows, signings. And they'll all be decent. We'll be pushing for the playoffs. The hype will begin. We all know we get a little bit either overexcited or completely depressed before the start of the season. There's no in-between, really. Very few fans say on mid-table. So thanks a lot for listening. And uh, I appreciate that. And if you've enjoyed it, give us a rating on iTunes. Cheers.